This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Sing the proud to be an American. Uh, oh, hello, and welcome to the podcast of Tear. I'm Corey Scott, and with me is my co-host Beto O'Rourke, uh, <laughs> pushing for your Democratic nomination. So, real quick, because we talked about this earlier, it doesn't tell you until you go live when the hangout is going away. Turns out, hangouts are going away August first. <laughs> so we <laughs> we'll have to figure that one out sooner than later. God bless. Yeah, right. It's but, hangouts. But before we deal with that today. I'm proud to be an American. Just today? More. This is one day out of the year. Not even the right day. Uh, no, it's because we're not we're not recording this on the fourth of July because I'll be too busy blowing up a piece of my country. Mm. Is, is that what you do to your wife? Um, she is a piece of my country and my property. No. I own her. No. <laughs> No, that, I mean, that's, if, that's if you're false. talking about this country, uh, no, that's not how that works. No, not at all. Some other countries, that may be the case. That's possible. I don't own my wife. She'll, she actually might beat the shit out of me for saying that, but um, that doesn't matter because I'm celebrating my freedom. Yeah. Of course. I have a blue beer. I have an American cup. I have red, white, and blue Pop-Tarts in case I get peckish. Uh, after the blue beer is gone, I got a red, white, and blue Smirnoff ice because um, it's refreshing. It only looks blue. I know. I, it's limited I mean, edition, though. A red, white, and blue drink. It'd have to be like there would have to be oils or something in there to make some of it suspend in different order. Well, I assume what you're supposed to do is um, drink this and then stab your enemies, and then it's covered right. in the blood of your enemies. That's where you get the red from. Bash the bottle on top uh, of your head. Yeah, the white is because you won't be able to see because you hit yourself in the head. And then the blue is the color of the liquid. Well, I got myself... <laughs> Levi uh, says they taste like Bomb Pops. We're about to find out. I yeah. literally have never drank this shit before. That would be dope. I, I got myself a Mountain Dew Liberty Brew. 50 flavors in one. I uh, want to know so how free you feel after My patriotism is diabetes. Um... If you're watching the video, yes, I can't see through these glasses at all. I see blue and freedom. Blue freedom. <laughs> blue freedom. <clears throat> blue freedom. That's all there is to it. I I think that was uh, my my favorite feminine hygiene product when I was a kid. Blue freedom. Blue freedom. I actually need to see now. So isn't it the same deodorant company in the Teen Spirit? They had blue freedom was one of their flavors. Did you just call it deodorant scent a flavor? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. I don't know what your fetish is. Um, it's not, it's not eating deodorant. Not deodorant itself. Licking armpits. Oh. Wasn't there some like singer or actress or something like that who licked an armpit in a video? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for this. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. It's a beautiful bouquet of poison. <laughs> yes. Not 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 literally poison. I mean the band. I mean it probably tastes like Brett Michaels balls. Ooh. And Ricky Rackman's... No, that's not Rackman. Uh, Ricky Rockets. I have never... So this this past weekend, it's Sunday night, so this is it's over now, but this past weekend was the country festival near me. Are you dying? Are you having a heart attack? Oh. Did you drink too much freedom? Did you die from too much freedom? I, I don't... I don't know. Corey's making sounds. It looks like he may vomit. That is not good. That is that is a horrifically bad decision. So you drank. You're you're too free right now. I'm 
I'm free to throw up, I think. Uh, you gotta, you can't just stop at one. You gotta go for the second sip oh, no. to really dedicate yourself to it. Well, this country well, has been built on pussies. Well, well, you're dying from whatever flavors you're ex- currently experiencing. So there's this country festival that has hap- it's happened, and I was in the city that it took place in yesterday. It's like 20 minutes south, but I don't ever go there. And I was at a gas station behind a bunch of guys with uh, sleeveless shirts tucked into their underwear and mud boots buying chew, wearing cowboy hats. And then one of the girls that they were with had a Brett Michaels cowboy hat. Made me think of that. Did she have a bandana underneath that was hiding her baldness? Um, I don't know. She was not That's much the only way to, to be authentic. At. This tastes like <laughs> blueberry and deep woods off. It's it's it sounds it's, like something I'm into. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> like an antiseptic that is actively trying to hurt you as opposed to heal you. It is it is just terrible. If it makes Aaron it... asked me to get her one. She said, Can you save me a sip? I'm like, Well, I don't know. I usually like go through the thing in the show. You're not gonna want any of that. <laughs> so I went and I bought her one today and uh Has she drank it yet? No. And I I, I think I love her enough to not let her. Eh, it depends. I mean, if she upsets you, then you'll be like, "Here, here's this Mountain Dew I've been saving for you." No, I just, I don't, I don't think I could do this as somebody. Oh, oh, this is for you, America, hmm. or our listenership, which is the considerably things, less than America. The things we do for our country. Well, we're gonna have a moment of silence for your insides. I just, I just, there were fifty flavors involved, and none of them were right. I want to know what the fifty flavors are. Let can is there? What is this? Is it a? American? I don't think anything's going to admit to this. What is it? What's the freedom do? Liberty Brew. Liberty Brew. Liberty. Liberty Brew. Oh, oh! Stop drinking it. I no. I, it's it's important because you're not a fucking quitter. I like that about you. Oh, I forgot. Uh, do USA was last year's flavor. Oh, I wonder what that tasted like. Didn't realize that there was a Mountain Dew Drinkers Discord channel. Oh, I didn't either. Oh, it says the 50 flavors in question are unknown and isn't known what they combined to make yet. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows what the 50 flavors are. We just counted 50 things we put in there and said, fuck it. I want to know what fuck these flavors are. Um, Chlamydia. It's everything freedom, so... Are you going to read all the do flavors like the Pornhub categories? Yes, Beatmaster. If I find them, I'm going to. <laughs> flavors. Now I have to find them. Methamphetamine. Yeah. Windex. Mm. Cool. It's just... I've never struggled so hard to drink a do before. Oh, well, no. I had a a kickstart. Is that what those things are? The um, breakfast do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not bad. The ones that are part juice. Uh, so I was at work a couple weeks ago. We we ordered. We have a we have pretty good lunch counters at at my workplace. And in fact, sometimes we'll go from our building to the other building because their lunch counter is a little bit more spiffy. Um, but just for the fact that, like, they serve us food in our workplace in our offices is kind of nice. Yeah. And um, they didn't have any regular Mountain Dew that I could find. So. My my coworker convinced me to get the kickstart one, and he's like, "Yeah, the fruit punch and the grape ones are pretty good." And I don't know what his comparison was, but uh, I, I got the grape one because fruit punch just kind of throws me off. I was reminds me of wine punch, and I just didn't go for that. And it was horrible. It was just, just so awful. And uh, he went and he bought me a regular Mountain Dew. He found one somewhere and he popped that in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, but I I don't feel right wasting this thing. And he's like, well, you should chug it. And so the the four IT guys are all sitting there and they all start going chug, chug. And then the rest of the room starts going chug, chug. I don't know what they thought I was drinking, but the activity jumped up quite a bit because there was a potential for a guy to chug something uh, (laughs) aside from Dick. In in the lunchroom, and uh, famously, before I had aclasia, I had no gag reflex. So, yeah, that thing was gone. And then they expect me to crack it or squash it on my forehead, and I, I'm like, no. Yeah, how's he gonna prove you're a man? 
I cannot find these 50 flavors. They don't exist. No one's going to admit to this. No, because I'm sure there isn't 50 flavors in there. Do they do they tell you how many what the flavors are in Dr Pepper? Because isn't that like 17 flavors or something wacky? 23. Um, they don't tell you the 11 herbs and spices. It. I mean, we figured it out. But. Oh, here the 23 flavors are: cola, cherry, licorice, amaretto, vanilla, blackberry, apricot. Blackberries listed again. Caramel, pepper, anise, sarsaparilla, ginger, molasses, lemon, plum, orange, nutmeg, cardamom. Allspice, coriander, juniper, birch, and prickly ash. <laughs> prickly ash? Yep. Wow. I don't know why blackberry's in here twice, though. Um, and this is the Dr. Pepper website. Blackberry and really blackberry? Yeah, the blackest berries. Oh. oh. The blackberry from the wrong side of the railroad tracks? It, it sort of grows on you in the sense that it saps your will to live. Um, I've read someone's review, and they said that you have to drink it in one sitting because it goes flat really quick. I also just found a $10,000 soda machine that I think I might purchase. Um, <laughs> do you think the show would pay oh, yeah. for this? Um, Matt is now making the, the big money from podcasting okay. because he had his first episode of uh, The Cast and the Furious this week. And uh, it got not only had sponsors when you started, but then you said partway through, oh, we should get this other thing to sponsor us. And all of a sudden, that other thing sponsored you, yeah. you son of a bitch. Um, well, I'm doing it with someone who's a lot cooler than I am. He is pretty goddamn cool. Yeah. He's got a sweet butt. Yeah, so I recorded the uh, Democratic nominee uh, debates this week because I had your show to watch on uh, Wednesday night. And then on Thursday night was the 200th episode of The Overcast, uh, hosted oh, by yeah, our friends JF and Amy, uh, which was a lot of fun. To sit and hang out in their chat. Excuse me. I think I actually just belched into the microphone. I'm now. No, you didn't. I didn't hear it. At least I thought you were having a heart attack. I, it's it's coming. It's, yeah, we're all. Did you hear? There was a, a corn cover band, which in itself is not a good thing. <laughs> um, the drummer had a stroke halfway through the song, and finished the song, and then collapsed. <laughs> he's like i just thought i was dehydrated but he said he, his vision blurred in his left eye his <laughs> left arm went numb and he couldn't hold the drumstick so he finished the song with one arm which goes to show how easy corn is to play on drums i actually thought that with one arm is the name of a corn song <laughs> it'd be a led zeppelin song they should do like corn songs in the style of early clapton so they can call themselves cream corn It'd be better. I, I was trying to think of uh, something funny, but um, their band name, the name is Corn Again. So it's not even like, it's not even that good. Um, it's actually not terrible. Because I, I'm struggling to come up with anything. And, and so I, I went for the ultimate dad joke, but Corn Again is, is pretty good. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've heard, but no, not the best thing either. Uh, the, they didn't just go with maize. Would have been better. Might have been or, easier, but but you know they might not have been the first ones to get it because there's so many goddamn corn cover bands out there. Kids pop style. Call it candy corn. Oh god. Levi Krause. I cannot take credit for that one. Um, I a, a friend of mine and I started talking about doing a Bush cover band. And we're gonna call it Gwen Stefani's ex-husband's band. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, we're just going to play fucking Machine Head for three hours. You should get Gwen Stefani to just sing for it, and then you can call it Gwen Stefani's Bush. I like it. I yeah, like it a lot. Because I, mean, I assume that Gwen Stefani's Bush doesn't actually exist. I'm, so. No, no, no. She's as slick as a ski hill. <laughs> I'm, hang on, I gotta. Um, but right. hey, Cast and Furious. Yeah, you like it? I, I well I enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. I'm a sucker for you guys. It's um it's finally on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. It's on and Google Play. What a fucking nightmare it is to get your show out there sometimes. I was I was uh blessed that Dave did all that for us with this show. We were really lucky with Dave. Yeah. And then of course it's continued on with Brad and Nessa and, and in my case Beatmaster and you. Um is it's 
yeah, the the there's actually work that goes in these podcasts. I know no none of the listeners would realize that uh, from just listening to to us. Yeah. But uh, and and Matt puts in the the minimum effort yeah, at the really end do. of the show. Yeah, I mean, I like master it and stuff. Yeah, and then I put it on the internet. Minimum yep. effort. I'm, That's true. You go door to door to everybody's web browser, just kind of like <laughs> just I ask them if they've heard the the good news about good their word. Lord and Savior. <laughs> yeah, try and sell them a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, I'm still trying to choke this down. I'm doing the best I can. That's fine. Just put it's it, tough. put it in your mouth. Yeah. So um, we do have to request people go watch the video version of the show just to see your beauticitude of um, I'm, how do I have proud American you are. Oh, right now. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. you're basically you're you're like a a, a Teamster union. <laughs> all it wrapped up in your own little package i made promises that i would america the fuck out for this episode and then watch the movie and realize that this one has nothing to do with the fourth of july no that is a shtick they put into the show later or the movies later <clears throat> but it does have like this strange feeling of civic duty like oh hey everybody oh yeah in case you haven't read the screen yet <laughs> we watched the uh, purge <laughs> we're talking about the purge and that's not what Corey does on sunday mornings it may be what i do sunday night after drinking this mountain dew you ready to hear me open this freedom yep wow that was as disappointing that's as really, my freedom yeah. actually has that's turned into in this re- country really lackluster oh, God. because i'm not a savage i'm gonna pour it into my my america cup by the way, I'm teasing. My freedom is doing just fine. I'm still yeah. very Caucasian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, you and me both. Um, ah, <clears throat> uh, fuck. There's so many things I thought I wanted. I thought of to talk about. What What are we doing next week? Uh, don't know. We had talked behind about the mask with Anthony. We were going to do the Saw movies. But uh, is is Anthony coming next week now? Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes, thank you. So two weeks we're going to do Saw one and two, which I watched last night, which I very much remember those movies being better than they are <laughs> um but you'll we'll, we'll do that in two weeks um beatmaster commented on my opening of the bottle as next level asmr there's a Michelob ultra commercial yes the Michelob ultra asmr commercial um something else i also watched that i wanted to tell you about is there is a kid on the internet whose name is superhuman with two m's and all he does is jump through shit like a wrestler would. But he starts every video by saying, this goes out to all my juggalos and juggalettes. Don't try this at home. Whoop, whoop. Takes his shirt off, th- slams it down, and screams, fuck this shit. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's the whole thing. It is, but it, with the, way he's, the way he talks is so like jumble-mouthed. Um, Did you say it's two M's or two N's? Two M's. H-U-M-M-A-N. So super humming. It is basically super humming. Um, Which I, is a reasonably cool name anyways. Yeah, I don't want to... Um, I don't want to play the video because I don't want to get in shit, but I want you to hear what this... I want I want you to hear this guy talk. I will I will listen gladly. And, and Oh, the blue beer was coming back up. I had to make sure I didn't... <laughs> oh, it might be inappropriate for some users in case you're... In case you're not sure, but uh, let's see if we can take this show to another level. Enjoy this. This is Super Image Show today. I'll be jumping all to fire. This is for chocolates and chocolates. Don't try to home. I hope you like it. Fuck this shit! Oh, he jumped into a pool after he jumped into fire. And he kept his shirt on in this video. I highly recommend you check super humming out um it's really hard to understand what he says but i believe he says superhuman early in the uh video um i think he thinks he said superhuman but <laughs> oh great eric is here <sighs> dude i can only handle so much freedom um before we talk about this movie let's, let's talk about this movie no let's totally talk about this movie 
What? Are you superhuman? <laughs> uh, if you want me, I'll st- I can start an all mouth band and call it call it superhuman. Yeah. Sounds like you're in a corn cover band. I don't know if you're making it. Super hummus. Oh, man! I am like deeply. A lot of times, I just come home and all I do is I grab some non heated up and then have some hummus, and that's my that's my dinner. Um, Smirnoff. The American Smirnoff is pretty goddamn good. Really? Yeah, I mean it's just sugar booze. Look, yeah. It was worth my eight dollars. I wonder if any of the flavors in this is booze. Um, no. It's probably just one person screaming boo. <laughs> they they pay a guy to just scream boo at the vats. Yep. For eight hours. The Blackberry's probably listed three times. Pepsi has failed America. Uh, remember the Christmas Pepsi? What's that? Christmas Pepsi. It was holiday Pepsi. I don't remember Christmas Pepsi, but I yeah. had gotten and drank on the air uh, holiday Mountain Dew that was like a cranberry uh, was, flavored. Yep. Um, and it was solid. That was okay. That's why I had hopes for this. But there's there's so many goddamn Dew flavors now. I just, I can't. Yeah, do you want me to read all those off? It was holiday oh, spice please. Pepsi. Yes. Um, the holiday spice Pepsi. I'll, was I'll in, try to swig this. The holiday spice Pepsi came out in 2008. All right, hang on. I got it. Let me get my list ready. Um, I need a acceptable list. No cheating. No cheating. I just, I just feel like as I drink this, I can, I can feel the. Oh uh, God pelvic inflammatory disease building up um okay quick question yes sir do i need to list all the kickstarts no okay what about because that's like the cousin oliver of the mountain dew family what about amps no i don't okay what about around the world ones around the world ones like just international do yeah because i mean i'm looking at one that i've never once seen not on a podcast about america well, right. unless it's unless it's North Korea, because well, we're besties. <laughs> then I need to find. Oh, here we go. Region specific. Um, I just want the United States. I, I I totally believe that there is some sort of propaganda video out there of Kim Jong Un was was born of Mountain Dew Liberty Brew, Probably. and pees it out nightly. Um, that's possible. Uh, I don't. I don't think some of these still exist. No, it, probably most of them don't. They, it, some of them just bleed into each other. Let me rephrase that because I feel my kidney stones sort of are already bleeding into each other. But I, I think some of them, like the name, goes away and it comes up with a new name, but it's the same general flavor. Yeah. In fact, general flavor should be next year's July Fourth Mountain Dew. Oh, that's so good. Goddamn right it is. Get at us, Mountain Dew. All right, are you just going to pound it? There's Berry Monsoon, Blue Shock, Caffeine-Free, Diet Mountain Dew, Caffeine-Free Mountain Dew, Cherry, Citrus Cherry, Cold Fusion-Free, Cyclone, uh, Code Red, Diet Code Red, Sport, Dew Iced, Electric Charge Freeze, Game Fuel Berry Lime, Goji Citrus Strawberry, Gold Mountain Malt, Grape, Great Plains Gold, Johnny S- Johnson City Gold, something about KFC, um, Live Wire, Mountain Dew AM, Mountain Dew Cotton Candy, Mountain Dew Freeze, Mountain Dew Red, Orange, Orange Mango Dew, Pitch Black 2, Raspberry, Rusted Malt, Solar Flare, Sport, Sweet Lightning, Thin Ice Freeze, Violet, Whiteout, and Wildberry. Ah, you're dead. You didn't even finish it, did you? I'm concerned for your safety right now. You're not saying a word. Well, now I'm worried you froze on me. Oh, I feel like Corey froze. You better now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I don't so know what you, happened. You froze, and I, there was a very real moment that I thought you were having a heart attack because of how you froze. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was done with it by the time you hit code red. Oh, that's fine. Um, Beat thought that I read them too fast and you exploded. That would have been totally fair and believable. And probably the only thing that would have gotten us better ratings. Um, if you exploded? Yeah. 
Like, see the Anna first. Cohen's drink Mountain Dew on Podcast of Terror. <laughs> see... It's like the Daffy Duck trick. It's like I can only do it once, but God, the audience loves it. <laughs> see the first American to spontaneously combust on the internet. This is how I do the 4th of July. I mean, I'm down for it at least. Motherfucking no shit. Uh, I've got nothing about it. It's like, that's it. It's now a an empty bottle of Liberty. Um, you know, it was... Uh, the crack. I don't say. So you chose The Purge for our America show. Remember this movie being a lot better. Uh, I've never seen this movie. I've never watched the ending of the series. They don't, it's, they don't get any Aaron, better. Yeah. Uh, Aaron was preparing me for it. Yeah. Because she's seen it. Um, she didn't know about the TV show. Oh, but, God. I didn't even make it all the way through the TV show. I forgot the kid who's a complete post-post. Which one? The um, The son. The son? Yeah. All right. So about... Two or three months ago, I can't remember if it was. Just gonna get in my red and blue pop tarts while you start this. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, I can't remember if it was before I started my job, but pretty recently I watched a movie that I had never, at least seen all the way through before. It looks sunburnt. Wow, that is sad looking. Yeah, and the like, the frosting bit doesn't even cover the outer yeah, holes. It it looks like a Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, and it has the structural integrity of cardboard. Yeah. Tastes like cardboard too. Sorry, you were saying something. Uh, Red, white, and blueberry is what it's called. Red, white, and blueberry. Yeah, I just think they dyed the the crust red, and it's um, blueberry juice inside. Ugh. Ugh. Just everything was wrong about that. I hurt so much right now. I'm literally dying inside. This is the things that we do for you people. Oh. Yeah, because we can't make an enjoyable show to listen to. We have to <laughs> fall back on props. We're basically the Carrot Top podcast. <laughs> like, the Carrot Top cast? That would be good. Um, is that the next show you're going to steal from me, you son of a bitch? No, I don't think Carrot Top's got time for me. Mm, I feel like Carrot Top has a lot of time. For a Last lot of I heard, he, had a, he was still doing a show in Vegas. No, it's, he's actually... You know, I'm going to see what Carrot Top's up to. Like it's easy to shit on him, but yeah. I can't remember a, a time that I've ever seen his act and not laughed. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not proud of it, but at the same time, it, he does what he's supposed to do. Do you know what his real name is? No. Scott Wendy, Thompson. Right? What? Scott Thompson. Oh, well, then he can't use that because that's a guy from Kids in the Hall. <laughs> so that's why he's going with Carrot Top. No, he does. He has a, a residency at um, the Luxor in Vegas. I really thought you were going to say he's resident, like he's working to become a doctor somewhere. Possible. Like I, I just started this gig, you know, playing props and stuff and everything because I, I had stuff around the room when I was helping patients and everything. I was trying to cheer him up, and it kind of caught on. And like, and then like they Ken made Jung. it into a movie called Patch Adams. <laughs> yeah. Where is the Carrot Top movie? I assume he had one. Mm, no. Really? Yahoo Sirius had two. So he was Carrot Top Rocks, Las Vegas, 2003. Sorry. That you may have just been film? a stand-up, though. Yeah, that sounds what like it probably is. He was on Three Stooges, um, Dennis the Menace, So I Married an Axe Murderer, Space Coast, Coast to Coast, Scrubs, Weakest Link. <clears throat> I feel like Carrot Top did some throwaway film with attractive blonde B. So Courtney Thorne Smith. And uh, he was in Sharknado four. Well, there you go. Quality film. Yeah. I take back everything I said. (laughs) Courtney Thorne Smith. Who I met once. She was very friendly. Let me Google who she is. (laughs) She's from uh, Melrose place and summer school. If you're cool. And if you're not cool, then uh, according to Jim. What is her name? Courtney Thorne Smith. Courtney Thorne Smith? Courtney? Yeah. Thorne with an E. Mm. Oh, there it I is. Said, yeah. Ooh. 
first picture that shows up is not flattering. But, you know, I have low standards. IMDb doesn't always choose the best stuff. No, no, that's... I don't remember her, though. Did you ever watch Summer School with Mm -mm. Mark Harmon? Mm -mm. All right, so have you ever seen NCIS? Mm -hmm. All right, now picture Gibbs from NCIS Mm -hmm. as the ultimate slacker teacher who just wants to surf all the time and has a dog that he feeds peanut butter and jelly out of a jar. And then he goes and has to teach summer school for a bunch of rejects. Is this show great? It's a it's a movie. It's an 80s movie. Oh, it's an and 80s it, movie. It was great. It okay. absolutely was great. I'm going to watch it. And Shawnee Smith, who is from your Saw movies mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing coming up, mm-hmm. was in summer school as well. I will watch summer school. I think the dude from The Leprechaun was in there. Which one? Uh, sorry, we were watching The Leprechaun the other day. The original Leprechaun or the... Yeah. Okay. Because the guy who plays the Leprechaun from the new Leprechauns lives in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I didn't realize there was new Leprechauns. Yeah, WWE may bought the rights and remade it. That's too bad. And then used their midget wrestler. Hmm. I don't know. I heard they're doing a TV show based around um, Hellraiser. Haven't they been doing that for a while? Not that I know of, but maybe because we couldn't figure out what channel it was supposed to be on and when it was starting. Hmm. You and I or you and your wife? My wife and I. And they're remaking it into, they're doing a reboot of the movie too. Well, they've been, I feel like they've done that like nine times. Yeah. Well, this was just from Friday. Okay. Um. Uh, so the purge. Um. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry. You were saying something, and then I started eating Pop-Tarts, and we got real off track. <laughs> Us? Never. Uh, all right, so this was your, your, your Voice of America pick. Now, you were saying because the other ones seem really patriotic, but the whole thing about The Purge, from what they introduce, is that it cuts down on crime in America mm-hmm. because everybody goes and bangs it out on one night a year. Um, so it brings the, the crime rate down to 1% is what they say. And I assume that 1% is just people who can't read calendars. Yeah. I mean, the concept is kind of strange. I was in a, um, something I wanted to ask you is if this was real and you had the inclination to do something, murder someone, rob his door. Well, that's just, would you really wait until like one specific day? Well, so whenever I've had the doctor's appointment and they're like, yeah, you can't eat anything after midnight. So at 11.58, I'm in there just shoving everything in the fridge into my gullet. I, I, I kind of feel like I would play with the numbers a little bit. It's like, oh, yeah, the speed limit's 55. I'm going to go 57 right? Uh, until I hit 80. But I don't know. It, they do say that it's all of a, a certain level of crimes including murder, are okay. But you can't kill senators or com- congressmen or people part of the government. Right. I wanted to know what is shitty. a class three weapon. Right. Guns, obviously. Uh, shotguns and stuff. There were machine guns used in this. Which a machine but, gun is a class three weapon. Right. But I, oh, So I guess if class is lower, then we're looking at class five. Class 4 weapons, the last and highest class of weapons, sometimes referred to as Class 4 covers what the NFA calls destructive devices or DDs. Destructive devices are bombs, grenades, nuclear weapons, flamethrowers. So you cannot use destructive devices. Bombs, grenades, nuclear weapons, flamethrowers, dynamite, rocket launchers, tanks, javelin, missile launcher, Harrier jets, so on and so forth. But you can use Class 3, 2, and 1 weapons. It's a weird thing to put in there. I guess it's just to make it more personal it's like if you're going to go out and kill somebody then you have to basically they have to have the opportunity to be able to kill you back yeah um and that that is sort of the thing with with weapons in general it's like okay you brought a gun to a knife fight that sort of deal and then just up in the ante and up the ante and up the ante yeah yeah and um i guess the weird thing to me is like so i personally the way i thought of this is like i have no interest in murdering someone but you know hey maybe i want that tv and i don't want to pay for it right yeah but, i was like 
dude, I would go to the zoo and, and hang out with a polar bear. You can't stop me. That's a good point, but you're playing the odds that someone's going to kill you on the way there. Well, I know that's the problem. Is like they need a they need a lightweight purge day. They, they shouldn't call it the purge. They, there should be like every six months is there's the purge, and then six months later is the verge. The I I, I did something that was bad, but not like horrible bad, just kind of like okay bad. Like I can understand, you know, you wanted to blow off a little steam, so you broke into a fucking mattress store and ripped all the tags off because you fucking rubble you. I, that that would be that's what I want. That's my speed. You're weird, ma'am. Just I don't. But I don't disagree. Sorry, I'm just in flavor country. And I also feel like if I'm gonna have the need to kill somebody, I I don't like the idea of having to wait. And especially of them knowing, like, dude, I've been I've been I've been watching Corey this week. That motherfucker really seems on edge, and he keeps looking at me funny over the over the cubicle wall, and um. Maybe I leave town for purge day. Like that's right there is exactly right. the first step of, hey, there's a purge happening on Tuesday. What are you going to do? Uh, be in fucking Canada? Purge some fucking pancake batter. That's what I'm going to fucking do. I'm not going to hang around. So, oh, yeah, my house is safe because I got money. No, fuck your money in a house. Get the fuck out of the country. <laughs> part of the so the, fir- the the latest movie is the first purge and that's part of what they talk about. There's like people leaving. So the 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 new one, spoiler if you haven't seen it, but the first purge takes place on Staten Island, I believe, or Brooklyn, I believe. And it these movies turn into like this whole big like commentary on race segregation, which um annoyed the shit out of me. Cause Well, the very first one is about the separation between the rich and the poor. Right. You know, and it's the entitlement of the people who are trying to go into this house. They're they're going after this one guy that they keep saying is a homeless guy and deserves to die anyways. And, right. you know, we don't want to come in there and fuck up your lives because you're like us. But we will because you're keeping us from our game, which is killing this guy. But they also, you, did you did you notice the line where he's like, 10 years ago, we couldn't afford to pay rent. And now look at us. Right. And it's like, so they're trying to bridge the gap between the homeless guy and them and then later when they they all take a turn and like we're gonna defend this random guy but honestly if it were me and it was like well these people are gonna break into my house who clearly have way more money and i, I just want to fucking deal with it i would have just kicked the guy out the door like they originally were going to i'm well, sorry that's what he but wanted to do but right. the reason that he he doesn't and sweet and hawk's character is not a good guy in this and he's a guy who also not a good purge he, he believes in the purge, uh, at least in the public sense of it. But his family are his source of humanity, you know. And yeah. and even when we start out, he doesn't seem like he's a good dad, you know. He doesn't have a very good relationship with his daughter. She's kind of sick of his shit. Although she's a teenager, she should be sick of his shit. And she's trying to keep him from hanging out with her boyfriend, who he was right. But fuck it, that's just how it is with teenagers. That was a stupid fucking plot line. That God, didn't need to happen. Like three things at the opening. It's all like, oh shit. Well, I can see 100% where this is going to go. And the first thing when I see the boyfriend is hanging out with the daughter, it's like, well, this guy's going to try to kill the dad. Well, if you want to make a point to be like, well, it, he's too old for like, maybe say how fucking old they are. Right. He didn't look that much older than she did. Well, yeah, they, they do kind of present her as. She was played by a 23 year old, but. Yeah, she's but I would on say, that verge of like she's sixteen or seventeen. Right. For whatever so, reason it's like so because he's eighteen, because she's sixteen or seventeen, you're you're talking into a night where you're going to go have people be murdered by other people. Right. This is the line that you're drawing in your in your morality slate. Okay. But that that whole that whole like entrance the whole first scene where they're making out and all that shit only exists so that he can make Ethan Hawke turn for three seconds so that the random homeless guy that they brought in could run away. Right. That's fucking stupid. That, that part is stupid, but it does, again, make then, sense. If you've, oh. got, if you've got, especially your teen hormone guy, and you're like, I'm in love with this girl, and no one's going to keep us apart from each other because uh, we read Romeo and Juliet. I mean, I didn't read Romeo and Juliet in class because fuck that, I'm not stupid. You know, I, yeah, right. I fucking, I bang chicks for a living. 
Uh, I'm cool. So I don't read, but I heard the teacher talk about Romeo and Juliet, and there's some shit that happens. And so I'm going to kill this girl's dad so we can be together uh, yeah. until I get tired of her when I'm in college next year and getting all that sniz. That's, that's his thought process. Right? I don't even, like, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I, they also, like, I'm the kid who read some Shakespeare, so. Yeah, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But they also. Not for school. They, there was no like inclination as to the size of this house other than the random outside shots. But regardless of the size of your house, if you live there, I feel like you should know it enough to find someone in it. Regardless of the fact that if it's dark. Well, they did just have an addition put on. That, that's part of it also. So the house Still. has recently gotten bigger. Uh, we know that the sun has a secret crawl space thing of his beat station so have you ever seen the movie hostage with bruce willis because this is where i was starting no sorry all right i just recently watched this that hostage is from the late 90s maybe like 97 or something yeah and um bruce willis kevin pollack kevin spacey no not kevin spacey uh kevin pollack uh kevin spacey was another movie as a hostage negotiator but that was with samuel jackson mm-hmm. um but in the movie bruce willis is a hostage negotiator he has a fucked up moment where he's talking to this guy all night and the guy's gonna shoot his wife and kid and he thinks he can talk him out of it keeps the swap people from going in and shooting him because somebody's gonna die besides the the dude himself yeah and um but then the guy winds up killing the wife and the kid and himself anyways and so Bruce Willis retires from it. But in this movie, he's working as a small town sheriff. And some guy, uh, Kevin Pollack, has a house that is like hugely secured, the same sort of security system kind of thing. And uh, these three guys kind of come and take over his house. The daughter is presented as being the hot teenager that one of the guys is really attracted to. And wants to get rid of the dad and stuff because of her the son is the sort of like hides in a crawl space guy who who does everything in the background to keep the things kind of progressing but calls in bruce willis to help him out and bruce willis is on phone because he's a hostage negotiator negotiator and stuff like that bruce willis in the meantime is trying to save his family because turns out kevin pollock's character works for some mafia people and he's got something that they want, and they're like, "You have to go in there and get this thing for us, or we're going to kill your wife and daughter." So, it, but the parallels and the way the house is presented, and a lot of the scenes are almost exactly verbatim to this. So, this is like a ten-year-later film that just looks, uh, on the surface, very strongly like the same goddamn movie as The Hostage. So that right there is already a point where I'm like, this film didn't try very hard at all. The only thing interesting about the film is the fact that they have people who are going out and get to legally kill people, but then they put them in these stupid masks. Yeah. Why do you have to wear masks if it's okay to go out and kill people? Because I think it's supposed to show that they're trying to separate from their everyday life to the monsters that they become this one night. But then why did the fucking main dude take his mask off? Takes his mask off immediately and looks just like the mask did. Oh, yeah. Douchebag. His face is exactly the same. Yeah. And then the girls are just running around in like little shawls and shit. Like they look like a fucking cult. Yeah. yeah. But, but just but just for this 12 hours, it's like, woohoo, we're all psychotic just right now. But then tomorrow we go back to school and like, oh, I'm going up to Harvard. You know, what are you going to do? It's just it's such a shit fucking stupid thing. And and like, oh, uh. I'm pissed off, too, that you've got the guy in the house. You should put the guy out of the house. Okay, well, I just shot my friend in the head because he spoke out of turn. Like, and then everybody else is okay with that. What the fuck happened to Tom? Uh, I don't know. Dave just shot Tom. So here's, Why did you shoot Tom? Well, you know, Tom went up there and, and spoke. So. Okay, well, let's keep hanging out with Dave, then. This is the one thing I noticed. When he got shot, what'd you call him? Dave? Yeah, Dave. Dave and Tom. Okay, so Dave runs up there and yells, and Tom sh- puts his hand across his chest and shoots him. And then in the next scene, it cuts, and he's holding the gun like this in his other arm, pointed out. 
instead of across his chest. Sorry, oh. not everyone's watching this. That annoyed, that kind of annoyed the shit out of me. I'm like, that's not that fucking hard to recreate that you're just standing with a gun across your chest. <laughs> it's very difficult to masturbate to this movie. I didn't find it as difficult. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, like, I remember before when I suggested this movie, I remember um, being a lot more, I thought, I remember thinking it was a lot better a better concept. I, don't, I didn't hate the concept. It's just a lot of the execution was. They've gotten a lot of, of mileage out of the concept. Yeah. No, well, the, <clears throat> you'd have to go see the other ones because they, they, they go so far from this concept of like where it's a, you know, a, a rich family and they're just trying to do something nice and then it kind of blows up in their face. Um, it really turns into like a, a racial thing. Like I believe the, this, the next one is this a similar night or like the next year from a black family in the projects and then well, I, I'm 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 not surprised right. because it seems like that this film would speak more to people of color who have had separation of wealth right. such a big factor in in the entire existence of mm-hmm. of their their portion of the country but they turn into action movies and not horror movies yeah, and this this is more of a thriller just because of the whole suspense of being in the dark and someone in your house. That's my biggest problem with it. Yeah, it's a home invasion thriller movie, which uh, it, the first one is, and then the next three are not. Right. Um. Which. But I, whatever. I don't have a huge problem with it. the The movie overall was okay. Uh, again, the the same thing. I I saw it telegraphed when the neighbor is like bringing her cookies. And then talking about him building up the house, I'm like, please surprise me with this. Please have it not be that it's the neighbors that are trying to kill them. It's like, okay, so it's not the neighbors technically that try to kill them. It's just the neighbors. The neighbors shoot. gave them up. Right. Yeah. The neighbors first give them up and then come out later on and save them yeah. so that they can kill them. You know, which, again, it's like, okay, we're pissed off and we, we want to come after you because you guys made all your money off of selling a shit. Don't buy the shit. You dumb bitch. Right. Just don't buy it. it. That's that's a fucking problem for you is that you're upset that someone who lives in your neighborhood. Now, seeing the fact that the shit didn't work, that would kind of twerk me off. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, now I fucking want to kill Ethan Hawke. I also want to kill Ethan Hawke because he did a really shitty job of a uh, violent femme song in Reality Bites just because it was pissed off at Warner Ryder. Jesus. You know, right. Step back, Ethan. You know, you're not that great. But in this context... That's that's a real shitty motivator. Other than the fact that it's yeah. just, just go for it 100%. Say, we just kind of wanted to kill you guys. You know, we figure we kill you. Our property values go up. No, they don't. They go down. I guess that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, maybe they would go up because it doesn't matter that people died during the purge. Purge is just right. a factor of life. It's just a, it's a right. force of nature at that point. Everybody's into it. It's like, oh, yeah, great. I'm going to move into the house where the people die from the purge. That's a good point. Maybe lightning won't strike twice. But you you feel like all if they just want to let the guy into the house, there nothing would have happened. Well, the kid's the one who let the guy in the house, and so yeah, yeah. Part two: Do you give your kid the code to open up the fucking door? No, 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 no. You don't have everybody come sit there, watch you punch in your code, and then so they can do that. That's some crazy ass shit right there. That's unfucking believable. Mm-hmm. Um, also the. <sighs> The, the whole scene where the guy's standing in the street screaming for help seemed really weird because it was like he screamed and he yelled and, and like he didn't say anything until he got to this one spot where their camera could see and that's when he decided he was going to start to talk. Um, if you were really running away, wouldn't you just run to get away well, and not stop in the middle of the street and be like, well, this seems like a really good time to start screaming for help. If you have no place to run to... And you know that there are people around you. It's like uh, Scream, didn't they do that? No, it was Halloween. Yeah. In the first Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis is running door to door trying to get somebody to help her. And people are turning on the lights and then turning the lights back off because they don't want to help her. They don't either believe her or they do believe her. And they're like, get the fuck away from my house. Don't bring that shit to me. Uh, it, it yeah, is but wouldn't you... Of- if not you're, stop. You have no other way around it. If, if he knows that there's so many of them, they've already killed people that he's with, you know, he's as desperate as can be. 
He is in an affluent neighborhood where everybody else is in protected homes and likely have security cameras. Yeah, asking for help is the only thing he can do. I, I get that. I get the son being who he is, wanting to let him in to protect him. I get the dad saying, no, let's not do that because I have to protect you guys. You're my reason for being here. And so get him out. It's just... It takes a while for the rest of the family to kind of determine where they're at. And I think part of it is because the daughter is so shook up from the boyfriend being killed at the beginning. Yeah. And the wife just doesn't know where her morality is at this point. She has been convinced by him to believe in the purge. You know, it has benefited the family. And it seems in a way from all the way the news and stuff makes it that it's benefited America. They do a good job of selling that because it just seems so normal. It just—it seems like they went from being so into like we're just gonna fucking get this guy out to one person in the family being like, well, let's not do it. And everyone's like, oh, he's right. It was like, like a I, five I, minute span. The moment of her like stabbing him in the wound. Yeah, that was gnarly. Like that was that was hardcore. That was a moment of like, and and thank God for Lena Headley, uh, who can pull off a role like that, who can be believable and shit like that, because she is a really great actress. Yeah. Um. But it is this this shit of like, how far can you go? How far will you go? If you're convinced that it's okay legally, where are you moralistically? And that's the thing that a lot of people have about religion is that they say, well, if you don't have religion, then, you know, why would you not sin? Why would you not do the most horrific things in the world? It's like, well, because some of us just have morals. Right. You know, we don't think those things are things that you want to do no matter what. It's not like if, if rape, was suddenly legal tomorrow that I'd be like, yay, that's what I've been waiting for. No, fuck, that's awful. You know, I my life is about trying to not harm other living creatures. And so like, I don't need anything else coming in. I, I value that religion is out there as a choice. Yeah. And I probably have learned a lot of my morals from religion, even if I'm not a big practicer of it. But no, that's just inherent to existing. Is like my existence is about like, no, don't fucking hurt people. And hopefully you don't get hurt in return, but that's not even that's not the only reason. Jail is not the only reason. The rules are rules because some people need rules. But for some of us it's like it's just that's the best way to live your life. Yeah. Yeah, but the other thing is is like if someone is truly crazy or kind of like a point you made earlier, not everyone plans out when they're going to kill someone. So right. I don't and that's why there's still like a 1% crime rate. Right. But I, st- I, st- I still think it would be higher than that. I do too. And and so I think that, again, part of it is, and, and you, you keep talking about how it becomes a race thing. I think the race yeah. thing is, is a big part of it in this. It's just that we only see it from the perspective of the wealthy. It's like, yes, you're protected because you're rich. Mm-hmm. And the, where it breaks down for them is that they realize that with the circumstances changed, just shifted a little bit is they can be just as victimized and it's this false sense of security. And, and that's, I, I was talking to somebody the other day about, Oh yeah. Cause their, their door broke their the lock on their door broke. So, uh, one of my coworkers, his boyfriend left. And when he did the deadbolt in his front door broke off. And so he's like, well, I'm now stuck. I can't go out the front door. And I'm like, well, you got a sliding door. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you got a bar that goes there? Like, you just slowly close it. But I just wanted to say, like, really, these things are just arbitrary. It's a false sense of security. Your door locks, but people can break into any portion of your house very easily. Most of the time, you don't have your windows locked. You don't have your windows closed in this kind of summertime heat. Right. Um, and it's we're just kind of letting ourselves kind of live on the hope that people obey this rule. Oh, the door's closed, the door's locked, the windows shades are down or whatever, or I think someone might be home, so I'm not going to go and fuck with their shit. But it's very easy to go in and fuck with somebody's shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that that's what the whole idea of this, we've got this great security system, and he's like, yeah, I've sold all these people the security system. You don't know if it works, though? Well, it works most of the time, except for when it really doesn't work. It's like, because this is not the kind of thing that people are supposed to do. Even during the purge, we expect them to obey a certain 
taste of rules. And part of their rules was that they were rich. They lived in an affluent neighborhood. They didn't think they would be targets. Right. And so this black person who is, again, said to be homeless, although I don't know if that's even necessarily true, but this guy is brought into the neighborhood being chased around by these white kids who are very, let's face it, very racist in their motivations. You know, if not racist, then classist. And they're running around and they believe they deserve to kill this person. And so they feel like if you're protecting this person from us, then we deserve to kill you too. Yeah, I mean, definitely in this one, it's more of a classist thing because they are saying, well, we're very well educated and we're very rich and this guy's poor, so he exists for us to kill him on this night. Right. And I just can't imagine that any of those kids go back to living a normal life the next day. And what I do really like like they do. What? Sounds like every year they do this. So Well, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, but I don't know what their normal lives are through the rest of the time. And and that's the thing right. is also teenage kids are pricks anyways. And and what they might not do in murdering you, they might do in other ways. They might do in destroying your uh, reputation or destroying your grades or conniving against you to not letting you be brought into certain clubs or groups or jobs or whatever. Yeah. Because uh, they they feel high and mighty, and again, that's that's not exclusive to any particular race, um, but it does. It's a classist thing. But like the neighbors, the neighbors decide they're going to come around and they're going to kill this family. It's like, well, Ethan Hawke's dead, so we're going to kill Lena Headley and we're going to kill their two kids. Like, holy fucking shit! Like being mad at Ethan Hawke, his character is one thing. Being mad at the mother is another thing, sure. Going after their fucking children. Like, that's, again, I can't just imagine how you wake up. Oh, it's Tuesday. Killed some kids last night, but I feel good. Feel energized. <laughs> you know, going to go to Starbucks. You know, I just, that that doesn't sit right with me. But what I loved in this movie, again, most of it being obvious is that when they've got the drop on these other people, when they've got the ability to say, uh, do you want to kill them now mm-hmm. and get back at them for, for what they were going to do? Lena Headley's like, no. She sits them all down. She makes them wait until the time's up and just stands by like, nobody else is going to die tonight. She'll beat the shit out of one of them. Um, but she makes them wait it out yeah. so that they don't have that opportunity anymore. And, and, it would have been very easy for them to just say, kill all these motherfuckers. But that's what she's decided that she's not going to do at this point. She's, she has got to live with the fact that her kids are over there over her, her husband's body, you know, their father's body dealing with the fact that he's been murdered and everything else that they've gone through that night. But now these people have to deal with what they've done. They have to face up it. They have to own it the next day. And I think she's in a very different position there. She did some heinous shit. You know, she was going to send that guy out to be sacrificed in a sense because she was trying to protect her family. Um, and then she she stopped herself. So even in that, it's like I can 100% go with I understand why a mother would want to protect her children at all costs. But she even then stopped it and said, no, I'm not willing to go that far anymore. And at that point, the dad was also like, yeah, I'm not willing to go that far anymore either. I realize how fucked up this is, um, which is good. But but these people were not that. These people were like, yeah, we just shot all these kids to save you. But it was we were saving you because you're our fun time for tonight. So they were just a, a, an amuse-bouche to the real murder that we wanted, which is you and your husband. Mm-hmm. And since your husband's down here, we're going to kill your fucking children. It's like fucking hell. That is just nuts um and that's the part of the purge that makes it unbelievable for me but on the other hand very believable because i think people are at a point in this time where they don't look at other human beings as equals they don't look at them as as human or worth caring about in in a moment where we are literally locking children up in cages and people are making the excuses of like well don't use the term concentration camp um, because that's that's so out of line. It's like kids fucking dying in cages away from their parents is out of line. But sure, you know, hit us on the technicality of word usage. Yeah. Like I just 
that's why the purge feels like a necessary series of movies and tv show why it's connecting with people and why it may be connecting more with people of color than it is with white people who don't see the irony of it it's like the people who watch colbert and don't realize that he's making fun of the right because he's just doing it so well he sounds just like them old colbert not current colbert who's very in your face about it i have no firm reference here i'm sorry it, it there's no way to talk about this movie without being political. No, and I get that different people have different political views, and I'm not trying to insinuate that all people on the uh, on the Republican side of things are necessarily anything like any of this. Yeah, but there is a grand, loud movement towards acceptance of this that is really disturbing to me, and that that's if nothing else, that's what the purge does. Is it kind of like paints that picture and when it came out seems like a very quaint time compared to how things are right now where right. it feels very authentic yeah i'd be curious to see if anyone ever tries to enact this uh, i i've joked before about i believe in cullings i believe in you know getting rid of certain parts of just like humanity just don't make sense anymore i i yeah. it's a joke it's absolutely a joke I don't have that kind of stomach. I, I don't hunt. I don't have the ability to clean up fish. I When we had mice that were getting into our kitchen, I got non-kill traps, and then on the week of Christmas, I took three different trips out to the, the fucking wilds to let mice out and try to find them someplace safe to be that wasn't my house. <laughs> like, that is, that is who I am as a person. So I know that... Uh, I would not survive this. I would not survive a zombie apocalypse. I would not survive any number of things where it requires me to um, kill someone else or or put my life ahead of someone else's. I, I just I don't think that's who I could ever be. Yeah. But in theory, does it seem that far fetched that this is something that could happen? No. It, it feels like something that probably has sort of happened anyways and this is just the next logical step for that you want to rate this or i mean i've kind of said all i got to say i don't know if you have more oh, you know me i can rant for five hours and exactly why yeah um yeah what so do you think the old mary fuck kill um i'd fuck it i don't own it uh but i've seen it a few times yeah, I feel more like I was fucked by it. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a not great movie, but it's a better concept, and there's some good stuff to it. I think the actors are are good in it. Um, but the the whole thing with the masks seems silly to me. The whole like cultish aspect, cultish aspect of the kids seems overwrought and silly to me. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that the family just doesn't get away. Yeah. Unscathed. I, I felt a little bit, I was both disappointed and again, impressed that when things were done and the guy that they had protected, then it actually saved them uh, at the end that he starts to walk off and, she says, are you going to be okay? And he's just like, yeah, I, I was expecting a, you should stay with us. Yeah. You know, they, they did what they needed to, to protect each other in the long run. Um, so I was surprised that didn't happen, but again, that would be a very pat ending on a movie that shouldn't make you feel that comfortable or comforted at mm -hmm. the end. Like you should walk out of this feeling like everything's fucked up and continues to be fucked up. And, uh, Tuesday shitty. There's no Starbucks for you. Uh, Beatmaster says that the purge already exists. It's called Black Friday. <laughs> Which is not wrong. No. Uh, retail is a very good example of... Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. Everything wrong. I worked a lot of retail on a lot of Black Fridays. It's gross. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, did you, did you pick a... You said you were fucked by it. Is that your decision 
Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a middle. I think it's Fuck it's worth seeing. Bye. I'm glad that I finally watched it. Uh, I, I definitely didn't despise it, and I didn't love it. It's 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 right in the middle for me. All right, well that works. We still never did a different outro. Where can people find you, or what do you want to what do you want to push this week? I I think I need to. I have to push people to check out the cast and the curious. You don't have to. I. Mean, I I'll want to purge your balls if you don't, but I was kidding. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a joke. Um, yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram and on Tap Matt the Lifeguard. Um, yeah, I guess that'll do it. Next. And next week we are watching Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask with, with our friend Anthony Rouse is going to be here to join us for it. <laughs> yes, it's a suggested film. I've not seen that one either, so that'll be. It's another one that I've had kind of floating around there. I think I tried to watch it once and never. I don't. I don't remember what happened. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. But uh, yeah, I'll do it for another episode. Potter. Whoop whoop! Fuck this shit. <laughs> Fuck this shit, and uh, stay scary, everybody. Bye.